Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, 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 Lord. Thank you, 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 Lord. My God, we bless your name, we praise you. Coming after me, yeah, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you. No wall you won't kick down. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord God. We just lift you up. We lift up the name of the Lord, Lord God. We just bless your holy name and say thank you, Lord God. We just praise you. We just magnify you. We just glorify you, Father God. We just thank you, Father. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your love. Thank you for all you are. Thank you for all you called us to be, Lord God. Just thank you for your reckless love. Thank you for loving us when we don't love ourselves, when we're not walking in obedience, 
whether when we're not walking according to purpose, when we're not walking according to plan, Lord God, that you love us, that you're faithful to us anyway. And we just say thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for this time of devotion. We honor you right now. We honor your presence. We honor the Holy Spirit. We honor Jesus. And we say thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for recklessly, for giving Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, Lord God. For even when we were mistaken and even when we were misled, Lord God, that you just did not leave us to die in our sins. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The reckless love of God, Lord, we just bless you. Um, I just, man... Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope this morning you are just offering up a praise. Just thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. I love you. I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you, Lord God. I lift up your name, Lord God. You are holy, holy is he. Holy is he. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, 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 holy is he, my God. Thank you. Yeah, we honor you. We bless your name. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord God. And we just simply say thank you. We thank you in all things. You are so gracious. You are so good to us. You are so good for us. You are so loving. You are so exacting, and we say thank you. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha M. Johnson, a.k.a. LMJ, and that was Reckless Love by Corey Asbury. And, um, man, if you just wanted a song that would wreck your day, I love that song. Um, he said, you know, you'll kick down walls. God will kick down walls for you. God will change the course, change the direction. He will cause policies, rules, and regulations to be reversed to your advantage. God is the rule maker. And if you don't believe me, go over to Proverbs, and it'll tell you that the God has the heart of the king in his hands. And because God has the heart of the king, in his hands. Guess what? That means no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No demon, no devil in hell shall come near your dwelling. You are blessed going in and blessed coming out. God has made you the head and not the tail. He has made you above and not beneath. He has made you a lender to the nations and a borrower. None. He has set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Your cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Why? Because you dwelleth in the secret place of of the most high my god you abide in his shadow that means a thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand and none of it shall come near you so you have nothing to fear you have nothing to worry why because god is on the throne and we serve a living god and an applicable god and an exacting god and a holy god and a gracious god and a merciful god that's the kind of god that we serve he is a very exact and he is a God of peace and he is a God of war. He will go to war on our behalf. Why? Because you are his son and you are his daughter and you are precious to him and you are a promise. You are the very breath of God here on this earth. So if there was anything that the devil ever told you, if there was any lie he ever sold 
you, if there was anything that someone else sowed into you, I'm coming you to, to you today to break up all the fallacy, to break up all the discomfort, to deal with all the lies, and to remind you of the God we serve. He recklessly abandoned himself for you in the form of Jesus. He sent his son on the cross to die for the appropriation of your sin, which makes you righteous, which makes you right standing. And even though you may have been born in sin, and even though you may have sinned last night, the God that we serve is very forgiving and very loving and very exacting and very exacting. He is a good, 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 good father. He says, what what do I look like giving you a serpent when you've asked me for so many things? What do I look like not providing for you? What do I look like not loving you? What do I look like not taking care of you? I'm going to cause even your mistakes to prosper. That was your shouting moment right there. That was your shouting moment. I'm going to cause even your mistakes to prosper. Even the dumb things that you did, I'm going to set the dumb things that you did in order and cause them. I'm going to make your enemies your footstool. As a matter of fact, I'm going to rise up and have your enemies bless you. That's a good, good father. That's a good, good father. That's a good Good, good father. We have a good, good daddy. He is a good, good daddy. He is not like your earthly father that may have abandoned you. He is not that same father. He is not like your mother that may have scorned you. He is not your mother. He is a father to the fatherless. As a matter of fact, he stands in gap and in place of the widow. Come on now. He takes care of the widow. God is a God that is for us. And if God is for us, who can be against us? Man, you better sound them trumpets. You better sound them trumpets. You better shout out loud. You better remind this earth about the God that you serve and how gracious and how merciful and how peaceful and how loving he is. My God is for me. And if God is for me, who can be against me? And if God's plans and God already knows the plan and he's already formed me in my mother's womb and he's already did all of these things for me. He knows the plan. He's very exacting. He's not going to leave me. He's not going to forsake me. He's not going to abandon me, Father God. And everything even I put my hands to are blessed and shall prosper. And every time I speak a word out of my mouth, I will exalt and praise his name. That's the revelation that you better get in your spirit, understanding who and what God is so that when the enemy is sound off in your ear and when your situations don't line up with the word that you remind yourself and you remind every force and you remind every principality not today not today not today you won't lie to me not today you won't speak in my ear not today you won't sell me anything that does not line up with the word of God. Why? Because Jesus has already taken care of this. He was bruised for my iniquities. He was chastised for my peace. And by his stripes, I'm healed. That spirit, soul, and body. That means even my money has to be healed, right? That means every broken relationship has to be healed. Why? Because that's the God that we serve. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. Father God, we speak over your word today. We thank you, Father God, for the word that you are giving us on today, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you're dealing with matters in our heart, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you're correcting our heart, Lord God, that you're giving us divine revelation and that we will respond to it quickly, Lord God, that we will not tarry, that we will not wait, that we will follow your instructions, Lord God, that we will honor you in all things, that we will honor this time before you, Lord God, for this is set aside, consecrated, and holy time. 
We thank you, Father God, for this altar. We thank you for this time to be in your presence. I thank you for your people today. I thank you for your word today, Father God. I just thank you for your purpose that you are richly have richly deposited in us. And I thank you, Father God, that you are stirring up the gift, that you are stirring up the gift in your people, that after today, that they will no longer be the same, that they will not be consumed by the things of this world, Lord God, but they will be focused on you. Let them hunger and thirst for righteousness like never before. I thank you, Lord God, that you are opening the eyes of the heart, the understanding, and the hope of who you call them to be in Christ Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for your word, for your promise, for your protection, for your provision, Lord God, for just your love, for your mercy, for your grace, Father God. I cover each and every partner in this ministry in the blood of Jesus right now. No weapon formed against them shall prosper, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. You are giving seed to the sower. You are multiplying their harvest right now as we speak, Lord God. It is manifesting, Father. Father God, because they support the gospel, Father God, because they have needs that need to be met, Lord God, and because they are honest and faithful and good to you, Lord God. I thank you for rebuking the devourer, Father God, for the tither, Lord God. I thank you. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. I thank you for elevation, promotion, and increase today on jobs, Lord God. I thank you for promotions that don't make sense, raises that come out the blue, Lord God. I thank you for raises and promotion and increase on jobs today, Lord God, and that we receive that by faith. I thank you. You're going to the employers right now, speaking into their ears, talking to them about your child that you favor and that you love and, and, and speaking to them as they sleep and speaking to them as they go to work. I thank you, Father God, that you're going to work before us today, Lord God, that we honor you even at work, that we will not get caught up in idleness and idle words, Father God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for promotion. I thank you for increase, Lord God. I thank you for your glory. I thank you, Lord God. You are giving seed to the sower, Lord God. My God, I thank you, Father God, for the harvest, for the tither. I thank you rebuking the devourer, Lord God, and that anything that the enemy stole, you are returning to them sevenfold. My God, bless this devotional today, Lord God. Let the words of my mouth in a meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight i thank you lord god i thank you for my studio i thank you father god for every opportunity that you're providing for me to share the gospel bless the airways bless the airways today lord god bless youtube lord god bless instagram bless twitter lord god bless facebook lord god bless the internet lord god i thank you father god bless the airways today lord god that everybody under the sound of my voice father god in the name of Jesus, experience miracles, experience signs, experience, experience wonders. Holy Spirit, bathe, bathe us in your presence today so that we will never be the same. Bathe us in your presence. We thank you for giving us ears to hear and a heart to discern, Lord God. The things of you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that our lips are lips of clay, Lord God. That you mold them, Father God. That you mold them, Lord God. That you teach us the right words to say, Lord God. That we are anxious for absolutely nothing, Father God. That we are leaving every request before you, Lord God. And we're thanking you as we already have it. You are a sovereign God. You are a gracious God. You are a merciful God. You are a loving God. You are a peaceful God. You are a just God. Lord, we thank you that favor, you favor us. That favor goes before us. That favor produces supernatural increase. That favor causes policies, rules, and regulations to be reversed to our advantage, Father God. We thank you, Father God. You give us favor with our bosses and favor with our husbands and favor with our wives and our children will rise and call us blessed. I thank you for every Proverbs 31 woman you have 
have on her, giving her the grace, the ability to manage, Father God, the, her home, Lord God, giving her good energy and letting her be in good health, Lord God, and giving her a vision, Father God, the vision that you have for her, Father God. We cast off every stronghold. Father God, every demonic principality that has been having scales over our eyes and keeping us from hearing and keeping us from seeing. And we thank you, Father God, for supernatural release in you today. My God, my God, my God, supernatural, supernatural. Overwhelm us with your presence, Lord God. Let us take your presence in our car and let us take your presence everywhere throughout our home. We thank you. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you. We are giving birth. We thank you we are giving birth to new things today, Lord God. We are giving birth, that we are birthing into the earth new things, new purpose. My God, my God, we are birthing into the earth new things, Father God, today, Lord God. Today, no more hindrances, no more delays, Lord God. We are birthing, that's it, that's it, Holy Spirit. We are birthing new things to the earth today, Lord God. So teach us how to take care of the babies. Teach us how to take care of the vision. Teach us how to take care of the purpose. Teach us how to take care of the marriage. Teach us how to take care of the friendships, Lord God. Think, teach us how to take care of divine appointments and assignments. I pray, Lord God, that your discernment increase amongst your people today, that they hunger and thirst for righteousness, that they are so desperate for you, that they hunger and thirst for your word, my God. My God, like never before, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, 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 amen. And she roko she ena yara etaka yaro o she etaya she yaro o she ena ya etaya roko she ena ye eke yara ba she etai horo o she na yara. I cancel the assignment of every demonic presence that's just been looming over you, every spirit of depression, every spirit of oppression, everything that's just been lying to you. I cancel that assignment off of you. You are worthy and God is faithful. You are worthy and God is faithful. That looming, I see it. That thing that's been looming over you, it's a heavy presence. It's been pressing into you. It's been darkening over you. It's been clouding your vision, think, making you feel hopeless, that you can't see no way out. I cast that very presence back to the pits of hell from which it came. I thank you that the blood is setting a head of protection around you. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, thank you, Lord. Speak to your people today. Speak to your people today. Speak to your people today. Speak, speak to your people today. Lord Jesus, use me. Speak to your people. I am the vessel. I am just your clay. Speak to your people today in Jesus' name. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know who's been dealing with that darkness, that dark thing that's just been kind of looming over them. I saw it like laying over your bed. I saw it like oppressive, like a dark cloud laying over your bed. It's just been kind of looming there. And I am just declaring freedom to you today. I am declaring that Jesus is before you, Jehovah Gabor 
is warring for you, that that heavy demonic presence is gone in the name of Jesus. That is not from God. God is not going to put a heavy presence. He's not going to pressure. He's not going to put something on you. He doesn't need to put something on you to get your attention. And I think that's how the enemy has been lying to you, that that dark, oppressive thing was from God or making you think it was God trying to position you or make you lay down or make you feel depressed. That is the lie from the enemy that has been demonic and it has been trying to oppress you so that you cannot see the things of God the way that the Lord wants you to see the things of God. That's what that presence has been about, that darkness. And the Holy Spirit is showing me it's been in your bedroom, the heaviest, like Come on, Lord. Like not allowing you to get out of bed or wanting you to get out of bed. Like it's just been looming and pressing you down daily. Well, I declare freedom to you today. I declare that the blood of Jesus is over you today. That he is severing those cords. That he is breaking those ties. And I'm just going to be honest with you. If there is any part that you came in agreement with that, that you repent for a coming in agreement in that, and you declare that thing to go in Jesus' name. You said order in your house. You you declare a divine release. You declare the presence of Jesus to take over. You have more power and authority that you think that you have, and it has to bow to the name of Jesus. It has been lying to you. That is not from God. It has been lying to you. That is not from God. It has been lying to you, making you trying to pretend that that came from God and like God was trying to teach you a lesson. God does not need to oppress you to teach you a lesson. As a matter of fact, it's freedom. But if the enemy can lie to you to make you think that God is a God of oppression and that he needs to teach you something through oppression, then you won't look for the freedom that's supposed to come to you in Christ Jesus through your righteousness. So we bind that. We sever the cords to that right now in Jesus' name. And we declare deliverance in your house freedom. You might need to open up the doors and usher that thing on out. You might need to be bold. You might need to declare the blood of Jesus. Open up your windows. Command it to go in the name of Jesus. Cast out its presence. Tell it it can no longer dwell in your house. It can no longer dwell. You cannot dwell in my house evicted today. You cannot dwell because it's been identified. And once something has been identified, then you're given the spiritual authority. You already have the authority, but once it's been identified, then you can deal with it. You have the authority to deal with it in Christ Jesus. You ain't got to be ugly. You ain't got to be whatever. You just stand up, you open your door and you command it to get out of your house and to not return. And you seal your door in the blood of the lamb. That is the lie he has been telling you that they, I heard that. I saw that in the spirit. That is a lie that he has been telling you that he has been telling you that this was from God. This was some lesson God is teaching. And God does not have to teach you any lessons like that. God does not have to teach you any lessons like that. Mm -mm. And we're not, we're serving him notice today. We're going to rock in our righteousness and we're going to walk in our authority in Jesus name. So you assert yourself for your freedom. Your freedom was bought with a price and you do not have to lay around depressed, oppressed, overwhelmed and consumed. Absolutely not. You sever the ties of the enemy right now in Jesus name. I declare that the demonic presence must go from your home, from your life. I don't care if it tries to get in your car. Absolutely not. Surround your property in the blood of Jesus. I don't care how strange that is for you. I don't care if you've never did it before. I don't care if you scared. Get up and do it scared. Plead the blood of Jesus over your house, everything that belongs to you, and take authority over it today. That is not from God. 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 I promise you it is not. That is a lie of the enemy. That is not from God. Woo!
<laughs> that is not from God. I saw that thing. I saw that oppressive spirit in the bedroom. I saw it looming. It has been identified. I saw it hovering. I saw it hovering. I saw it over your bed. I saw it oppressing you. I saw it lying to you. I saw it. I saw it trying to smother you and take you out and take you, take your dreams out. I promise you I did. I promise I saw it just looming over your bed like a dark cloud and I heard it lying to you. I heard it lying to you, but the voice of God is louder and it is thunderous. It is louder and it is thunderous. And we identified that thing and we're plucking it up now and we're severing the cords now in Jesus' name. All right, let's get into the word today. I've got to show you a few things. My God, if you're just logging on, welcome to Coffee Conversations. Do me a favor, go share the video right now. Put it in someone's hand, attach it to someone, put it on your page. Let's just today make a noise for Christ Jesus. Uh, put it everywhere you can. Send it in their inbox. Just put the word out there so where people are able to receive the word and see the word and also that people know what you stand for my god i promise you my god i thank you lord god for your word today so i want to give you um i want to deal with some things your heart today and as we're fasting god is going to begin to de deal, deal with our hearts and as we go into the season of fast god is going to deal with your hearts right God is going to deal with your hearts. So I got a few things. Remember, we're in Isaiah 58. I got a few things. Oh, thank y'all for being patient with me as we've been starting a little late. We should be back on time tomorrow. We've been working on our lights. We've been working on all our presence. Um, God is very exacting. He has a specific way that he wants to do things, um, and we must obey him. So I appreciate your patience. Even though we've been starting a little late, I appreciate y'all for hanging in and staying on and yet being involved. We almost got absolutely everything worked out and tomorrow we should be in this thing full effect and full force um, making sure we honor God with coffee and conversation making sure we're setting this place as holy and uh, what God wanted to be and operating and what God wanted to be so I appreciate you that so Today, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about your heart. I told you to look at the parables of the soil, um, and I hope you've been uh, uh, studying the parables of the soil. I want to read Isaiah 58 to you, and somebody's like, reading it again? Yeah, we're going to read it every day until we get this. <laughs> we're going to read it every day until every, while we're studying on this until yokes are destroyed. And then I'm going to show you what God showed me about the heart and what he's going to do with our heart as we set aside consecrated altar time, as we set aside holy time, as we fast the things that he's going to do for our hearts so that we can, um, if you, I taught a, a, a probably one of my, uh, most, I don't have, like using the word popular, but one of the most significant teachings for me last year, the year before last was the Mat matters of the heart. Um, it's an older video. It's one of the first things I taught. If you've never, ever seen matters of the heart, if you've never seen matters of the heart, please go to the YouTube channel. If I get time today, I may drop it later, but matters of the heart is one of the most powerful teaching God. I begin to show us what our heart looks like um, when it's clogged with certain things. So you can find that if you go to my YouTube channel and you search and you put in matters of the heart, you know, the video matters of the heart. So today we're going to 
deal with our hearts. We're going to let God teach us how to look at our hearts um, or show us the things in our heart during the time of fasting. But let's read Isaiah 58. Let's be obedient to the Holy Spirit. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation Version. It says, shout out with the voice of a trumpet. Blast, shout aloud, don't be timid. Tell my people Israel of their sins. Yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action on their behalf, pretending they want to be near me. We have fasted before you, they say. Why aren't you impressed? We have been very hard on ourselves and you don't even notice. I will tell you why. It's because you are fasting to please yourselves. <laughs> My God, even while you fast, you keep oppressing your workers. What good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling? The kind of fasting will never get your you anywhere with me. You humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance, bowing your heads like reeds, bending in the wind. You dress in burlap and cover yourself with ashes. Is that what you call fasting? You're just going through the motions. Is that what you call fasting? It says, "Is that? do you really think this will please the Lord? No, this is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from the relatives who need your help. Then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then when you call, the Lord will answer, yes, I am here. He will quickly reply, remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger at spreading vicious rumors. Feed the hungry and help those in trouble. Then your light will shine out from the darkness and the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as a rebuilt of the walls and a restore of homes. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Don't pursue your own interests on that day, but enjoy the Sabbath and speak of it with delight as the Lord's holy day. Honor the Sabbath in everything you do on that day and don't follow your own desires or talk idly. Then the Lord will be your delight. I will give you great honor and satisfy you with the inheritance. I promise to your ancestor, Jacob. I, the Lord has spoken. Let me read one more other thing. Romans 8 and... Um, 26 and the holy spirit helps us in our weakness for example we don't know what god wants us to pray for but the holy spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words and the father who knows all hearts knows what the spirit is saying for the spirit pleads for us as believer in harmony with god's own will and we know that god causes everything to work together for the good of those who love god and are called according to his purpose for them for god knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters and having chosen them he called them to come to him and having called them he gave them right standing with him and having given them right standing he gave them his glory my God. And we know we've been talking about being led by the Spirit. And all this stuff is intertwined, right? For all of those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. So let me give you a few definitions um, today that you can jot down. You can put these in your notes. I want to talk to you first about the yoke. 
because the yoke is brought up in this scripture. I want to talk to you about the yoke. We're dealing with our heart this morning. We're dealing with our heart. God has given us strategies so that when we fast, um, we're fasting with, for a cause. And it may be that he reveals to you, my eyes are the issue. He may reveal to you, my heart is the issue. He may reveal to you, pride is the issue. He may reveal to you that... Um, certain areas you need to repent. Um, he may reveal to you certain areas in which you need to walk in forgiveness during the time of fasting. Um, but there's something that during that, that a fast does for you and it, and it should look a lot differently. So let's talk about what a yoke is. Um, a yoke is when you are coupled or joined to a certain thing. Um, you are yoked with it. We should be yoked with Jesus. Uh, but another word for yoke is things that we are enslaved to, um, things that bring us into bondage. And so God is saying to them, if you are fasting, if you're before me like you're supposed to be before me, then I'm going to destroy the yoke. I'm going to destroy anything in you that is bringing you into bondage. I'm going to bring, I'm going to destroy anything in your heart that is bringing you in to bondage. And I told you the very first thing that God dealt with us this week is shallow worship. He said, I don't want y'all serving me shallow anymore. I don't want y'all worshiping me from a shallow place in me anymore. I need y'all to dig deeper into the depths and I don't need you to wait this according to what you think. I need you to wait. Re yokes also restrain and confine us. I told you that Jesus is very liberating. Well, yokes restrain and confine us, right? Um, and so we are to destroy yokes. Yokes, the Lord desires for yokes to be destroyed in us. And so I want to talk to you for just a second about um, wicked imaginations and the heart. I want to talk to you about the heart um, a little bit. And I told you, I told you, let's research the parable of the soils. I gave you that as a pre-reading assignment. I said, go ahead and read, read the parables of the soil and ask the Lord to show me how this soil correlates with my heart. Um, when we go over to Proverbs, um, there's a scripture in Proverbs that talks about the physical heart. And, and it says to us without any problem, it's like, hey, I don't need you to, um, I don't need you to get consumed. Um, I'm sorry. I, I don't need you to get consumed with your natural heart. He's not talking about your natural heart. It says, but, but he's talking about your physical heart. He's talking about your spiritual heart. And so every time we refer to the heart, we're talking about our spiritual heart. The heart encompasses all, all of the car, the heart encompasses all of, you got to hear what I'm saying. It encompasses all of our moral and mental activity. Our heart is comprised of our mind, our will, our moral character, and it directly impacts our rational and our emotional man. Our spiritual heart is the core of our spiritual man, and it is the source. And without our, without our spiritual heart or our heart correct, then what happens is our spiritual man isn't correct. And so just as the physical body, like if I plucked your heart out the physical body, just like your physical body can't survive without the heart, your spiritual life cannot survive if your heart is not in right direction or where it needs to be. So let's get into the parable of the soils this morning. And I just want to show you, I want to read this to you. And I'm praying that the Holy Spirit, um, the reason that Jesus spoke in parables, um, because 
he knew that some, he said, if your spirit went right, you weren't going to be able to receive this anyway. You're not going to be able to receive um, people. He was very cryptic. And he said, first of all, those that hear me, those that are spiritually aligned with me, they're not going to have any problem with my parable. Um, one point of a parable is that I can give you an example that's applicable to you in life now. And he said, but they're not going to catch this if they're not in tune to my Holy Spirit. Go back to our scripture that we um, we've been focusing on and reading 1 Corinthians 2.14. It says the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are only discerned through the spirit. You can only discern this. If you keep trying to deal with this in your rational man and your moral character and what mama them taught me and what different people said and all this other stuff, you're going to miss this. And you're always going to be offended and you're always going to be upset and you're always going to be in cycles and you're always going to be circling back into some of the same places because you're not dealing with the heart of the matter. You're not allowing God to deal with your heart. So Let's read this. It says, Behold, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth. And they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns. And the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop. Some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let them hear. So Jesus is speaking to them in agricultural terms and customs because um, in those days, seed was scattered first and then it was seed was scattered first and then it was plowed into the ground. So the ground wasn't plowed. And a lot of times we, so you got to pay attention. So it was scattered first and then it was plowed into hit the ground so before somebody can be a sower he must also be an eater and a receiver we got to be an eater and a receiver as well before you can be a sower that's why you know how sometimes i'll say you need to work on yourself you need to be eating you need to be receiving before you sowing if you're not eating and receiving then you're you're and it's going to be difficult for you to sow, you got to be eating and receiving yourself. <laughs> you got to be building your own holy faith up. You got to be building your own self up before you start going to teach someone. And before your your wisdom, when I'm real wisdom, wisdom isn't just what I say. Wisdom is that I'm acting upon and I'm living this way as well. And this has become my truth. So before you become a sower, you need to be eating and receiving yourself. So it says, as he sows some seeds fell by the wayside on stony places among thorns on good ground, right? What We know that we're good ground. Once you become, come on, Holy Spirit, once you become the righteousness of God, once you accept Jesus Christ, you are already good ground. God is very exacting. God is very purposeful. And so once you become, you're already good ground. But here's the problem. Um, if, in the, if, the, if it falls on a particular type of soil, then you may not be able to receive what you need to receive in the word. So the first thing it, it denotes is the wayside, which was the path where people walked and nothing could grow because the ground was too hard. A hardened heart is marked by unforgiveness, 
Come on now. A hardened heart is marked by unforgiveness. It is very callous towards God. Um, it is mad. Um, it is upset. It is not able to receive absolutely anything truth. And I like the way it says, it says, it says the wayside. When we start talking about the wayside, this is the path where people walk and nothing could grow on it because the ground is way too hard. And a hardened heart is usually marked by unforgiveness. And if you are in any amount of unforgiveness, then your heart is hardened. Just a little bit, then there's an area in your heart hardened. If you... Um, any amount of unforgiveness, then there's an area of your heart. It's hardened. If you got strife, if you got all these things in your heart, I'm telling you, your heart is hard. Then he said stony places where with the soil was thin, lying upon a rocky shelf. Um, and that looks a little bit differently. And the reason that looks a little bit differently is because it is stony. It appears to be fruitful. It appears like it could be catching, observing, moving. But what happens in this type of ground, the seed springs up quickly because the soil appears warm. Remember, we talked about the shallowness, but the, the seed is unable to take root because there are still there's still a rocky place in that. Your heart is unable to take these things root, rooted, get these things rooted in your heart because there's still a rocky or a callous place. There's still a place where you don't trust God. There's still a place where doubt and unbelief, if it's stony, if it appears warm, if the sea can't take root, doubt is probably there. Fear is probably there, worry. But anytime we see stony that can't, thank you, Holy Spirit, there's doubt there. We don't have faith in the things of God like we say we do. And so they can't take root because the soil appears warm. It's warm. I'm warm to the things of God. I'm open to things of God. But it's not able to take root because my rocky shelf doesn't have faith for the things of God. I don't believe and trust the things of God. I'm not, the word is not exacting in my life. And then it says, among thorns describes the soil that is fertile and it could perhaps be too fertile because thorns grow the wheat grows with the tear right there as well as grain right and so we have to deal with the thorns we have to deal with the things in our heart and the things that we've allowed to harbor in our heart we got to get over to galatians 5 22 and ask ourselves what are the things that um that are in our life that do not line up with the spirit right? Could be at church, could be worshiping, could be thinking we loving people, could be doing good, but still having things in our lives that do not line up with the word of God, malice and dissension and contention and lewdness and crudeness and sexual immorality and all these things that do not line up, right? Do not line up with the word of God. And what happens is when those seeds fall in, then the thorns, jealousy, come on now, strife, all of those things will rise up and they're going to begin to choke out, right? They're going to be able to choke out. And so we have to look for those. And then finally, he describes good ground and soil that is both fertile and weed free. It's a good productive crop that's growing in good ground. <laughs> that's growing in good ground. This is a fertile heart. This is a heart that's open. This is a person that's constantly self-aware, constantly placing himself on the altar, constantly allowing the Holy Spirit to lead his life, lead his life, constantly taking the word to be the truth, right? Not modifying the word to fit their comfortableness, but constantly taking the word to be the truth and the word as the truth. So just ask the Lord to show you what's going on here. 
Why? What? What? Where is my heart not fertile? Where is my heart stony? And if you have any amount of unforgiveness, your heart is hardened. Your heart is hardened. If you, I don't care. And you're like, it's just a little bit, or it's just like one person. If you have any amount of unforgiveness, if you cannot forgive a person, if you not cannot release a person, then your heart is hardened. You're not going to be able to receive anything you need to receive. And you got so you got to look at your heart. You got to look at the matters of your heart from the parable of the soil and ask the Lord, what are you trying to show me here? What are you saying about my heart? Because I need my heart to be fertile, but I also need to deal with the thorns, the things that are still there that I've been kind of lingering, that I haven't cleaned up, the things that I make excuses for. And I say, and I say things like, um, Oh, that's just how I am. Or God knows my heart. God does know your heart. He knows if it's wicked. He knows if it's perverse. He knows whether or not your heart lines up with his word or not. Um, let me give you a one more scripture. And it's Proverbs 6, 16, 6, 16 through 19. It says, these things that the Lord hate. Seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. And a heart that devises wicked imaginations. Feet that are swift into running into mischief, a false witness that speaks lies, and he that soweth discord among um, our brethren. And so I want to look at the that the verse um, that just specifically deals with a heart that divides wicked imaginations and feet that's running, because it's going to cause you to have feet that runs into sweet mischiefs. So our imagination, uh, I got to deal with the imagination part tomorrow, but understanding a heart that devises wickedness or a heart that operates in wickedness um, often comes from our moral activity, our mental activity, um, things that we've learned, things that we rationalize, things that we justify, and things that we've allowed to get in our heart that we don't even realize has gotten in our heart because we won't let the Lord uh, deal with our heart or burn up the chaff. So ask the Holy Spirit today to reveal to you not nobody else. I want you to deal with yourself today. I want you to be an eater and a receiver. Ask the Holy Spirit to deal with you and show you the areas in your heart that do not line up with the word of God. Lord, correlate my heart, heart with the parable. So is my heart stony? Um, is my heart, am I on the walk path and it's not getting planted at all? Do I have any unforgiveness? Is my heart fertile, but I'm not dealing with the little things that may be choking it out? I'm not dealing with pride. I'm not dealing with haughtiness. I'm not dealing with jealousy. I'm just kind of letting those dwell in my heart and they're choking out the good seed that you put there. And I promise he'll reveal that to you today. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your word today. I thank you for your people today. I thank you, Father God, a fresh anointing is falling upon them, upon their houses today. I thank you for deliverance that came today. I thank you for miracle signs and wonders coming our way today, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, right now for the souls that have not been saved. Our family members, our cousins and them, just Everybody we come in contact, we thank you for souls being one today for Jesus Christ. Open up the eyes of our heart, <laughs> enlighten the hope and call of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Show us the areas in our heart that do not line up with your word. Show us where there's jealousy and bitterness and strife and unforgiveness, Holy Spirit, so that we can walk according to your purpose and plan and fulfill your fulfill the life that you deem for us here on earth, Lord God. Show us your glory. Manifest your glory in our life, Lord God. Deal with the hidden 
places, unexposed places in our heart. Lord, take us back to 1992. If it's going to bring us to freedom, Lord God, show us any place where we're not walking in unforgiveness. In Jesus' name, amen. If there is any... Hello to Romania. Hello to Romania. Show us if there's any place in your life that does not align with the word of God. Any place in your life that does not line up with the word of God. Just ask him to show you. He's so gentle. He's so kind. He's such a loving father. He corrects us, but it's in such a in such a way that we want to return to him. And if you are on here and you have not accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, can I introduce you to my Jesus? Can I introduce you to my Jesus. Can I tell you that this little sin ridden girl was a hot mess? Can I tell you that? That my life was not lining up with Christ. Um, that I was a reckless mess. That I was on a destructive path. That I did not line up with the word of God. I was not there. I was not there. I was caught up in stuff. I had all kinds of craziness going on. My life did not replicate and look like Christ. But guess what happened? Jesus stepped in and I met him and I realized how much he loved me. And can I tell you that this is the same Jesus that loves you? This is the same Jesus that loves you. This is the, the same Jesus that loves me. And you're probably like, how can Jesus love me? How can Jesus love me? And I'm telling you, he loves you. I'm telling you, he loves you. Even in your hot mess, I was a hot mess and he came and took this little tattooed sassy talking um haughty pride full of sin loving girl and turned her life completely around it turned her life completely around and so i want to extend you the opportunity to meet jesus he's my jesus he's my personal jesus and even if you met him and you fell away i want to extend you the opportunity to get to know jesus again don't not come back. I need you to come back. I need you to be in our presence. I need you to hang out with us. And I would love to show you and disciple you and help you grow in a relationship with Christ. I love y'all so much. But more than that, God loves you. God loves you. He is a faithful God. He is a just God. He is a meaningful God. He has given your life meaning and he has given your life purpose. And if you logged on the devotion a little late, just go back and catch up. You can also catch us on podcasts. We're on Anchor. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, YouTube. You can go back and rewind it. Tammy says she always goes back, watches it, slows it down so that she can take notes. She can pause it. But whatever you do, I want to introduce you to Jesus today. Now I need y'all to do me a favor. You know what I'm going to say. Go be loved today. Love is an action word. I need someone to encounter the love of God through you. God is God, you, God is all about love. God is all about love. LMJ is all about love, but God is all about love. And the reason that he's all about love is because it's kingdom baby. It's kingdom baby. Log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, and I'll see you guys back here. Hey, y'all pray for us. I got to go teach again this morning at 8.15. So y'all pray. Uh, Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.